When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the Gopher Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is the Golden Gopher Podcast, presented by Schuler Shoes. Fall fun starts at Schuler Shoes. Step in for the largest selection of footwear for the season, or visit SchulerShoes.com. And by Red Savoy Pizza, soda-style pizza since 1965. Find us online at SavoyPizza.com. And welcome to the Golden Gopher Podcast. I'm Justin Gard from KFAN Radio and the Gopher Radio Network. Thanks for finding us. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for rating. We're here every single week talking something related to Gopher Athletics. Might be some student-athletes, might be a coach, might be an alumni, might be a booster, who knows. But it's all this for about 30 minutes. We drop an episode every single week. You can find us at gophersports.com as well. We thank Schuler Shoes and Red Savoy Pizza for supporting the podcast each and every week. It's been great all year. Unfortunately, our guests today aren't eligible for the $50 Schuler Shoes gift card at the end because they're student-athletes, but they're both seniors, so maybe we'll hold it on a layaway plan. We're talking softball today. Amber Pfizer and Carly Brandt joining me. How are you guys? Doing good. Doing great. Really sorry about the Schuler Shoes thing. You know, but we want to be compliant. We want to be compliant. We want to make sure you're eligible for your senior seasons. I'm going to have you put that microphone right there. This is laid back. It's a podcast. Yeah. Um, you guys started the season. Uh, you look tan. Hope you don't mind me saying that because you spent the weekend in Clearwater, Florida. Um, your sports information guy, Ryan Tibbetts, might want to have a timeshare there because he was there for the Gophers in the Outback Bowl. He's there with you guys this weekend. And now he's going. you're going back to Clearwater this weekend. Um, in a cool event that I want to talk about, but Amber, starting with you, just, what was it like just getting back out there and starting the new, the highly anticipated, I'm sure, new season? 
Um, I think it was a lot of fun. I mean, we've been practicing like crazy in the off season, and so being able to finally go out there and um, get in a tournament, play against some of these other teams, I thought it was just a really cool experience. It was good for people to, you know, like freshmen get out there and see what it's really about. And it's you had a, cool a couple experience. of uh, new freshman catchers, correct? Yep. How do they do in their first action? I think they're doing absolutely amazing. I mean, they want to get better. They want to learn. Um, and you can definitely see that. They're really pushing to be the best that they can be, and I really appreciate that like no other. Carly, what was the um, offseason like? Obviously, your season went about as long as it possibly could. Uh, very exciting. I want to talk a little bit about that before we turn the page. But just the offseason in general, getting ready after such a great year a year ago, was it just like we can't wait to get back out there after the season ended? Yeah, I think it was exactly like that. I think coming off of a great season last year, um, we have a great group of people coming in. So over the summer, we were getting really excited, you know, meeting the new faces, talking to them, getting them excited about what's to come. And I think once we got back on campus, we were just ready to roll right from there. And I think that it was a really strong fall, uh, great winter training. Um, and we kicked it off with a really good uh, spring training trip this January. So, yeah. So how do you how do you approach this season when, you, when you're coming off of a World Series? Like, it's one thing to say, hey, that's the past, totally new season. But it also gave, I imagine, such momentum and confidence to you guys. So when you guys met in the fall, what was the, the, the message from the upperclassmen and even your coaching staff about expectations might be the wrong word, but just the how you want this season to go? I think the message stays the same as far as um, what we say. We say dream big all the time. That's something that we talk about every single day. Um, We fall to our training. I think those messages stay the same, but I think that you recognize that it's a new group of people and we have a different story, and I think that um, we're ready to rewrite a new path. And I think that it's really exciting looking forward with a new group of people um, and see all the new things that we can accomplish together. Aerosmith had a big impact on your season a year ago. Uh, Amber, are you allowed, were there any songs this year? Are you allowed to say that, or do we have to like wait until we see where um, this season goes for like the theme with Dream On and everything? Yeah, we've definitely tried finding different songs and stuff, but um, we can't find one much better than that one. We played it already yet before uh, nice. we left for Florida. Kind of, you know, think about the season, not relate it back to last season um, because I had a lot to do with last season as well but um, just trying to focus on moving forward well some things you don't need to change right it's Mm -hmm. not you you don't need to reinvent the wheel if you want to be about dreaming be about dreaming (laughs) right Right. yeah that's fine right Tibbs so let's talk about your guys background a little bit it sounds like in learning a lot about you and your family last year Amber it sounds like you really had no choice but to be a softball player. Your dad played like eight days a week. You were <laughs> yeah. there every single time. It seemed yep. like um, he was your catcher, really, you know, to this day. So, what like what was uh, what was it like growing up around the game with a with a, certainly a father that was so involved in it? Um, yeah, I mean, I basically grew up at this uh, ballpark, kind of outside of town. Um, we still drive by it and everything every single day, and. I was there almost every single night, and um, my mom played softball as well. She was a pitcher, so it kind of, I think, started everything there. My dad got me into pitching, and it's just, like, carried on ever since. He's been my catcher, like I said, my whole life, and um, recently he's not been able to do it as much, and it kind of bothers him, but it's something that we still hold together very strongly, and he still calls me, gives me pointers, like, Things that I forget about, he reminds me of, and it really helps me a lot. Well, it, he, he, it was funny to hear him last year say, yeah, she just she started pitching, and she was really good at it, so she just kept at it. Yep, yep. It's, it's simple as that. What do you remember about just you know taking the ball and, and, and well, really starting that way? I remember, actually, uh, the first thing I was was a catcher, and um, I was good at it, but I like I hated it and hated putting all the gear on, <laughs> and I was hot, and I was just not – I was not. it was not for me. And then um, I'm like, well, I'll just try pitching, and then – 
well, I just started pitching and I figured I was pretty good at it and I started to really, really enjoy it. And so I'm like, okay, I'll stick with this. So, yeah. Good decision. Yeah. yeah that's thanks. smart. What about you, Carly? Growing up in Lesueur, we already talked the uh, Jolly Green Giant, which I'm sure the natives hate um, when you know people from the cities you know, say, oh yeah, the Green Giant town or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you're driving down 169 South, like I did for you know going to Mankato or St. Peter or whatever, that's what you see. But what do you remember about um, your experiences in softball growing up? And you played a million different sports, which I want to get into as well. Yeah. So I think similarly to Amber here, I was I was very fortunate to have a dad that was very involved in. Um, I was very fortunate that he sacrificed so much time and effort into always making sure that he was there whenever I needed it, and that um, that time was always spent, whether it was just bonding, playing catch, or he was being my catcher. I think that he always sacrificed that, and he never he never pushed too hard. He would let it be on my terms, and cool. I think that was the cool thing about it. It kind of shaped me into who I am and really having that inner drive and wanting to be great. Um, so, yeah, I played a lot of different sports throughout high school, tennis, basketball, and softball, um, and that definitely shaped me into the athlete that I am. When did you realize that softball was something you could take past high school and you thought, wow, I could be really good at this? Um, that's a good question. Growing up, it was definitely, um, the sport that I was playing. I was, I I loved the most at that time. You know what I mean? So I would say after my eighth grade season of softball, it kind of set in that I was like, okay, this, this is really what I love. This is my passion. This is what I want to do. I think I could, I could really be something in this game. So that's when I really stepped it up and pushed myself to go to bigger heights. How about you, Amber? Um, you know, other sports weren't as much for me. I tried them all. Um, the only other one I did was Taekwondo and did and still doing. Yes, I am still doing this past summer. I got my second degree, kind of went back and did some of that. Um, I think it's great. I really enjoy it. I like learning self-defense and knowing how to protect myself or even my teammates. They joke around (laughs) if we're in a dark alley that I'm the one they're going to walk with. So you're really popular. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. And, um, so yeah, I, I just think it's something that's more for me and I like getting a good workout in with that and just learning a whole bunch of different things because there's constantly more that you can learn with Taekwondo. And, um, I mean, I'm not the most athletic when it comes to basketball and soccer and stuff. So it just wasn't a pretty sight. So when did you start Taekwondo? Um, I would say seventh grade. Okay. Yeah. And I did it for a few years. How quickly did you just, like, what's the, because everybody knows what it is. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows karate or taekwondo. You know, you get a belt, and we see the videos of kids, like, breaking boards and yeah. things like that. But I have to imagine there's a lot more that goes into it than that. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, you have a certain amount of times that you have to go to class every week. You have, like, forms you have to know, self-defense numbers you have to know. Um, one step, like, there's a bunch of different things that you have to know. You have to know Korean. Um, oh. Yeah. And then. Out. Yeah. I was but, out before, yeah, but now I'm out. I'm yeah, out. barely know English. Um, you always have to do like a pretest. So there's like a written test, and there's also like one that you do performance skills on. And then um, once you're cleared to test, then you have a test date, and that usually takes about like two hours, and um, they're very, very intense. So, so you mentioned you went back to get your second degree black belt. Mm-hmm. Why? What, what what was the impetus there? Well, I mean, I've stayed in contact with my master ever since um, I had left. I had to stop because softball was getting pretty serious and I couldn't risk getting hurt. Um, and so he was continuing to support me throughout my career. And I had went back to him in the winter, basically, of my sophomore year. And um, I think it really just helps with my pitching a lot. And so connecting with him again and then him following my career the next season um he decided that he wanted to give me a secondary black belt and that I've really really earned it so 
Not a bad deal. Yeah. Who on the team? Who would be most likely besides you to earn a second degree black belt in Taekwondo? Carly's been doing the motion the entire time <laughs> for people that can't see it, which is all of you. Um, is anybody on the team capable or would you I trust mean, anybody to have your back in the Taekwondo If world? you would have asked me this last year, I would 100% hands down say Taylor Chow. Mm -hmm. She really? was agree, she Carly? was a different type of human being. Like she was she <laughs> was scary. Yeah. She was really strong. Um this year, I don't know. I mean, KK, she's in Taekwondo right now. She's okay. taking a Taekwondo class, so her and I talk a little bit about it and I help her with some things. You're like so. the tutor, the Taekwondo yeah. tutor. Yeah. In terms of the World Series, I want to spend a couple of minutes on that because we learned about your Taekwondo there as well. Holly Rowe yeah. liked it as well as everybody else. <laughs> What's it like when um, all of a sudden, the entire world, it seems like, knows you guys or wants to be around you. Obviously, we get great crowds here for all of your games. That's been going on forever, um, basically your entire careers. But, Carly, when all of a sudden, like, there's a million media members and there's even more fans and there's people at airports and then you're, you go to play in the biggest games of your lives probably, and I'm guessing you're really busy doing all kinds of other things, not talking about softball. What was that whole experience like? I think it's... I think it's really hard to put into words. I think it's it's a dream. That's what you think about as you're growing up and you're watching these girls on TV. Like that's it. You picture yourself in these moments. That's what um, you sacrificed all those years for. I right. talked about it with my parents when we went to the World Series. I was like, they were like, that's what you gave up all those sleepovers and all the all the extra things when you were going to early tournaments on the weekends and your friends were hanging out and yeah, you Friday missed night out on football games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, that's, that's the dream. Like you, you sacrificed along the way just to, just to get to that point. And I think it's really cool when you see all of that hard work pay off and yeah, it's, it's, it's an overwhelming excitement, which is really cool. And I think everyone there had a lot of passion just for the game. So it kind of freed you up a little bit. It wasn't necessarily one side or the other. It was just a lot of people who love the game of softball that we're cheering you on. Is it something that you're able to enjoy as it's happening? Or is it mm. so you can enjoy it? You're both shaking yeah. your head yes. Because I would think like you get there, it's fast, you do a million things, and then it's over like that. But you were able to mm – -hmm. I know your coach mentioned like we want to make sure we're, we're enjoying this because this is a great opportunity. So you were able to take some time and really appreciate the, the magnitude of it all. Yeah, definitely. I think when we showed up, at least personally, I can say that like you walk into that stadium and it's like, wow, like it takes your breath away because – your mind's racing a mile a minute, maybe during warmups, and then you get to that field, and it just all leaves you. It all leaves you, and you're just excited and looking forward to getting everything started. So I think that really freed myself up. Amber, you had a, you had some pretty big jobs. I mean, as the ace of the <laughs> staff, it's like everybody knows you're going to have the ball the whole time. You need to get into the the right headspace. But were you able to take all of that in? And what do you remember from that whole experience? Um, I just remember that like I surprisingly wasn't as nervous as I thought I was going to be. Um, was I got off the bus at the World Series, and I mean, I, I like I thought to myself too, like Carly said, like this is something you've worked for your entire life, and I can't believe it's finally happening. Um, it's an absolutely dream come true. But I remember walking out of that bullpen before the first game and then um, Sid and I walking out of the field and walking down to the sidelines, looking up and seeing all of our fans like cheering us as we're walking in and um, just kind of like stepping on that stadium and the, that big of a stage. It was really, really cool. And my nerves didn't settle in until I got out there on the mound and about to throw the first pitch. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is actually happening. Yeah. So um, it was just it was just kind of undescribable it was just a really cool experience so what do you guys do after the season's over when I'm sure it's a huge emotional not relief but the adrenaline I'm sure just carried you through the regional and the super regional and through the through the world series and everything so what's the next couple of weeks like after a season like that mm, I'd say taking a mental break taking a break from like social media just being at home being around family 
um, being around the people that have supported you like your whole season and just kind of taking time for yourself and not working out for a few weeks and just really hitting home. What about you, Carly? Yeah, I think it looks pretty similar. I mean, we we get done with those games and we're on our trip home. And I think that that, that night in the hotel and that uh, flight home, that airport, that bus ride, whatever it is, I think that we really – we let that sink in and we enjoy it with that group of people because we're not going to have that group of people again. Right. So I think that we really take that in and take it for what it is. And then after that, it's a lot of decompress and, you know, we, we get back to campus, we meet with the coaches, we hang out with everyone one, one last time. And then we get back home and we enjoy our, our downtime, our family time before things start back rolling in a couple of weeks before we have to start training again. Yeah. Start training. And then you got to fall and now you're in the season. I mentioned you were just in Clearwater, Florida. You're going back there this weekend. It's uh, like an ESPN event, which sounds mm-hmm. amazing. You can't fake your way into this event is what it sounds like. It's the uh, St. Pete Clearwater elite invitational. Basically everybody's good. All of your games are going to be on ESPN three. I want to just run through your non-conference travel schedule. I'm not sure if you guys know all this Clearwater, Florida twice. Waco, Texas, Alabama, Long Beach, and Los Angeles, and Honolulu, Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good being a Gopher softball player. Yeah. I mean, spring, you guys sacrifice your spring break, allegedly. Yeah. But what's the difference? <laughs> I mean, this is unbelievable. So that I always joke with the golf coaches and everything. When you're in a cold weather state, you got to go find the warm weather, right? So I have to imagine you guys like this. Oh, yeah. I'm, I've been asking Jamie for uh, three years to go to Hawaii, so this is pretty great for me. Yep. Yeah, March 11th <laughs> is when you're going to go there. Basically, it looks like for three, four, five days or whatever, Honolulu. So is that the best part of the uh, before Big Ten play starts when it's super cold here and snows everywhere? It's like every weekend, you know, you've got a lot of responsibilities, but you're going to all these warm places. That's got to be decent, Carly. Oh, it's more than decent. I think <laughs> I think the weather is great on top of it, but I also think it brings our team together yep. like a mm-hmm. great amount. I don't think that other teams in the country get that when they, you know, have their home home series and stuff like that. I think that traveling brings us even closer. So, I mean, Hawaii just tops it off. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be decent. That'll yeah. be fun. We'll certainly be thinking about you. March 27th, by the way, is the first home series against Nebraska. Um, let's talk about the travel a little bit because that, that to me, you mentioned, Carly, the the last plane and the last bus and, and all the camaraderie that goes along with it. Like, what do you guys do to pass the time on the road, um, whether it is busing somewhere or it is flying? In the case of Honolulu, that's like a nine-hour flight. If you go nonstop, you might have to stop in L.A. or Seattle or something. But what do you do to pass the time as you're traveling? I mean, um, a lot of times, like, I bring my own speaker, so we always play music, and some there'll be some karaoke. I mean, it's not the best karaoke in the world, but uh, um, we got some performers on the team, I'll say, that like to dance and sing, and, yeah, Macy Gill. And Tibbs. Yeah. Ryan Tibbs, Tibbs is a singer. Yeah. A former yeah. host of the Gopher, uh, Golden Gopher podcast. He You'll hosted a couple to... of weeks ago, so now the, the audience is familiar with him, <laughs> and um, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. You'll have to ask him what his go-to song is. We're going to have to incorporate into that into the football trips, I think, when we go. <laughs> Um, so you're kind of in charge then she who has the speaker mm-hmm. controls pretty much everything is that the way that it goes uh, sometimes I pass it along I let everyone have a song that they want to play but um, we got a bunch of snacks that we take on the road as well to make sure that we're not hungry so. yeah that makes sense yeah. all right so running through um, what's the first song like karaoke like who picks first what are the artists I mean Do people have their go-to's when they know like what the group needs there's a lot of things that go into you don't just roll into karaoke there's a lot that goes into it you gotta you gotta feel the mood i mean there's sometimes (laughs) where there's like chill there's sometimes where it's like pump up i mean i don't know i think seniors usually pick like we talk about what songs we want to play and then 
Um, some people just start yelling songs at us, so then we'll just put it on the playlist. Okay. Yeah. Carly, what do you think? What's the pecking order in terms of who gets to pick? Which artist is most popular? Hmm. Just give me just your general thoughts, then we'll really nail down some specifics. We play a lot of Bruno Mars, I would say. Great yeah, choice. Bruno Mars. Terrific choice. Pink. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. It's just like Black a, Eyed Peas. Yeah. Well, Bruno's got yeah, something for every situation. Yeah, like Shania Bruno. Twain. Oh, that's Tibbs. <laughs> that's yeah, Tibbs. Tibbs. Song. Shania, which one? Feel like a woman? Yeah, oh yeah, of course. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, how I'm unsettled now with all, with that visual. <laughs> no, I've known Tibbs for like six years, um, and we never knew that about you. That's unbelievable. <laughs> um, how quickly do the freshmen get incorporated into this? Into the karaoke. Um, Pretty quickly. When every time we have like, okay, if we're at a tournament and we have like a rain delay or something going on, we'll go onto the bus. We'll give them a set of headphones where they cannot hear us. Um, we'll make them get take the microphone and play a song, and they have to pretend that they like they have to sing the song at, at the best of their abilities. Okay. So we'll be on the bus like acting like, yeah, you're doing so good, and but it's like a initiation. Yeah. It's good. Just, yeah. just yeah. get them right in. It's not hazy. It's but an then, initiation. Yeah. We, yeah. we cut them off pretty compliance. quickly, though. We got compliance. Yes. No Shula Shoe gift cards, no hazing. <laughs> um, well, that's a, that's a harmless way to get them into the group, and I'm sure yeah. some freshmen come in here, and you guys have had such great success, and I'm sure they've known you forever in the softball world. I'm sure that can be kind of intimidating a little bit, so to break down that wall, yeah. that's got to be. What do you remember about your freshman years in terms of jumping into that mix? I mean, that's definitely outside of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. It was not something I wanted to do at all, but. But you did it. Yeah. And now you're the leader. Yeah. <laughs> you seem very, you have like a Taekwondo face right now. Like I'm worried you're going to come gosh. at me. Um, I don't know where to go off the karaoke. Um, so what else do you do to pass the time? Because the traveling sometimes, like if there's layovers, if there's, you know, plane issues, it sounds like you might've had one on the way back from Florida this past mm -hmm. time. So like, how does that all go? And by the way, you study as well, I imagine mm -hmm. that's gotta be difficult. So how do you find ways to um, put all of that together, Carly? Uh, yeah, we definitely do a lot of studying on the road. Uh, we usually do about two hours or so, um, whether it's on the flight or in the airport, just to pass a little bit of time and make it a good productive, um, set of time where we're all really setting in and focusing on our academics. Um, and then other than that, I feel like we just come up with some weird games to play, whether it's, <laughs> I don't know, I don't even know. Just Macy some likes to do a lot of TikToks too. Yeah. The TikToks are TikToks big TikToks now, are huh? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a new one. Some good stuff. They, any, they any... did one with two little kids in the airport in Melbourne <laughs> yeah. this last weekend, so. Mm -hmm. Went well. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for taking the time. Um, Best of luck the rest of the way. I'm really going to be thinking about you this weekend in Florida, in Texas, and beyond. Um, I'll bring back the sunshine for you. Bring back the sunshine. Bring back the TikToks. <laughs> bring back the karaoke, whatever. But uh, we appreciate it. And I know there will be a sold-out crowd, I assume, on Friday, March 27th, uh, weather pending, when you guys take on Nebraska. So thanks for taking the time. Thank you for having us. Thank you. That is Amber Pfizer and Carly Brandt. Go for softball seniors. They're going to Florida this weekend. All the games are going to be on ESPN3. Awesome tournament down at St. Petersburg and Clearwater Beach. You can learn more and get more info about that and their entire schedule at gophersports.com. Thanks to Schuler Shoes. Thanks to Red Savoy. Thanks to Ryan Timmons. Feels like a woman and a sports information director. This has been the Golden Gopher Podcast, presented by Schuler Shoes. Fall fun starts at Schuler Shoes. Step in for the largest selection of footwear for the season or visit SchulerShoes.com. And by Red Savoy Pizza, soda-style pizza since 1965. Find us online at SavoyPizza.com. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Gopher Sports Network.
Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.